Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Trendard Bernstein, or Bernstein. No, I think we, I think we got to trust Michael Stipe on this. Trust, trust the and Stipe. We don't say Einstein. No, you don't. Trendard Bernstein is yeah. trending. It yes. is a trending. Oh, I'm Jack. That's Miles. Yes. Um, this is one of the last things from our 300th season of 300. the Daily Zeitgeist. Congratulations, yep. Miles. We really. We yep. really fucking did it, man. 300, um, man. We can finally put the mic down. We're just going to do a slow clap for the next couple minutes if everybody's yep. okay with that. Yep. Um, who do you think of when you think of a slow clap? I don't know. I feel like it became such a... Like, I, I obviously, I don't know. I can't remember what specific film that became a trope from. So I don't really ever think of it like being specific as to just like a bit that you do i think it was like charles dutton in rudy oh do you like, remember that one because it's way, weird because yeah. it like never picks up really it's yeah. like five slow claps charles s dutton okay charles s dutton yeah let's yeah. fully respect the name sorry here. charlie aka rock if you were up late on yeah. sunday nights on fox oh man what did you watch show. rock i did yeah because i was rock. like if you're fucking with his with brother eddie the yeah. yeah yeah mm-hmm. it shows Good shows. I don't know. I haven't seen it now. I don't know if it aged well, but hey, I have I've just splendid memories. It's funny how my dad would be like, we're not watching Married with Children. We watch right. Rock and The Living Color because, but then, but they felt like in Living or Married with Children was just too much. But he's like, but in Living Color, though, that's black people. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like the mentality. I was definitely part of that uh, in Living Color, The Rock block. Yeah. Um, the Rock. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, Miles, yeah. um, Netflix released the trailer for Maestro. All right. Starring Bradley Cooper mm-hmm. from the director, Bradley Cooper, uh-huh. um, from the makeup department, a controversial prosthetic nose. Yes. Yes. It's, uh, yeah, a lot of people quoting Sarah Silverman uh, with a coin she phrase being like, why are there non Jewish people always playing Jewish people? And then you're putting on like comically looking prosthetics on their face. To mm-hmm. make them look more Jewish, quote unquote. Uh, prosthetics aside, I watched the trailer. Miles, 
And and I, I want you to I, guess the number that I'm thinking of right now. And it's fuck off. That's that's a joke. We would never do that because that's the most boring thing I can think of anyone doing in to witness anybody two people trying to guess the number the other one is thinking of. It's so min it's so minimal in its presentation that it feels like an act of violence on the viewer. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm not joking. I had a visceral re- I I don't get upset a lot when I look at like new trailers or whatever. But there's something so unlikable about these characters as portrayed mm-hmm. by these two in it. Like from the like sort of like North Atlantic sort of twang and like rhythm of speaking, darling. Yeah. I just darling. Could- <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of two, darling, a pair, like the two of us, ducks in a pond. Ducks in a pond. Uh, what's the movie about? <laughs> I have no fucking clue aside from we see him get older and I yeah, get it. The Miles, biopic. It's a love story in the background of music. Uh, that's really Bradley Cooper's uh, sweet spot. It's kind of where, where he eats is uh, in, the, in the intersection of love and romance and music. Well, uh, I, I don't hope know if you remember a little himself. film called A Star is Born. Oh, I do. And that one, I'll get behind. Whenever someone's portrayed as being blacked out on benzos at the Grammys and pissing themselves, I'm like, see, I can relate to this on some level, even though I've not been to the Grammys. But this, I'm sure people are (laughs) going to like it. Been to the Grammys, (laughs) just that, just that dimension. (laughs) (laughs) But like looking at this, you can just tell this feels like you know Brian was saying it too before we recorded. It feels like one of those laser guided made movies to just activate the voting body of the Academy. Cause will it work? Miles is the question. JM, our other, our writer points out you got a good chance with a prosthetic nose. If you're trying to go for an Oscar. Yeah. You know, it worked for Robert De Niro. Yeah. Nicole Kidman, the hours, you know what I mean? That's not what her nose looks like. (laughs) That's called acting. She's really trying to be that character or else she wouldn't put the nose on. (laughs) She seems to be the kind of uglier than usual. Yeah, so a lot of people, yeah, again, Charlize Theron and Monster. Oh yeah, Charlize. Yeah, she. I mean, that was like that was more than a nose, though. Charlize went full all in for that. Yeah. All that to say is like, you know, like now a lot of people are like, this just feels weird. Like, couldn't he have just not had the like the nose, just like in the revival of like violent anti-Semitism right now in society? Like, this, what are we doing? Again, whatever. That's his choice. Is his like Leonard Bernstein's kids are like, we're fine with it. So y'all need to follow. We're back. good over here. He um, had a big nose, okay? Bringing that money, baby. It. Yeah, aka, please don't fuck up our bag by boycotting this film because we signed the rights over to Netflix. Oh, Jackie, babe, you must, <laughs> you must come watch my composition. Mom. Um, oh, it's your Bugsy like, Siegel. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why why it <laughs> went in that direction. Probably like because I'm bad at doing accents. Ah, but I it, say that. it's it's interesting. Um, it's weird. Like, th- this seems related to Tar in a way that is probably not beneficial to this movie. Right. You know? Like, yeah. Tar is this, like, really funny, like, postmodern cultural look at, like, a fictional, compo- like, a fictional Leonard Bernstein character. Um, and, but, like, it really. I don't know. I can't then see someone coming back and making a just straight down the middle, straight face Leonard Bernstein biopic and being like, and we're good here. And who, it, 
we all saw that one and this one, and we think they're both neat. But maybe, like, maybe I don't. At least like A Star Is Born had Lady Gaga. You get you get the appeal of of that as a film, right? Yeah. I do not understand the appeal of talking about Leonard Bernstein. I don't like, think it's going to be a hit. I don't think it's going to be a hit. They're trying. Be- I mean, yeah. you know, he his head was in the right places. Like, you know, he was, you know, for like civil rights and shit and like Leonard you know, Bernstein was anti-nuclear yeah. pro- proliferation type stuff. But like at the end of the day, again, then this is my own personal thing. I'm like, I can I'd rather see someone like George Gershwin. Like mm. I just because from the musical standpoint, I'm not a fan of West Side Story or in like some of the other stuff Bernstein's done. But whatever, just. Even then, I don't even know if I'd see a George Gershwin movie because I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Is this, unless the story's so mind blowing that you're like, you didn't know, man, like what this guy was trying to do the whole time behind the scenes. But this just feels like a very, seems like it's like a successful relationship, like a successful marriage. The story of a marriage that is like good, which I don't know. That may, maybe I'm overestimating. Boo. Um, boo. <laughs> the, uh, I do think, I will say, Bradley Cooper's performance in the original Star is Born was very good. Right. I thought it was like one of the under talked about things from that movie was how good his performance was. I mean, I get like, you know, and Brian just pulled up a stat. He said there's over at least 10 Oscar wins for wearing for a prosthetic fake nose. And if yeah. you look at my man B. Coop's fucking win loss, if you look at the box score real quick about Oscar noms. Yeah, they don't like him. They don't like him. I mean, sir, you are taking L DeBarge after L DeBarge, and I don't know what you're going to do. So I get why you're now going to be like, no, fuck it, man. Give me the nose. We're doing it. <laughs> he, he was sitting at home during when, yeah. the, when the Oscar nominations were announced, and he just said, give me the fucking nose. Give me the fucking nose. Like, yeah, you just see him break a glass fucking panel and just pull it out, and he's like, calls his agent. And he's like, I'm in. I already have the nose on. Can you tell I already have the nose on? <laughs> oh, it's, you, know, um, you sound like yourself. Hurricane Hillary is on a path towards Southern California. Uh, not much to say other than stay oh, safe she, out there, folks. She fundraising? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's a real thing? Yeah. When, when was the last time we had a motherfucking hurricane? Been a while. It looks yeah. like we're, get, we're in for rain on Sunday, Saturday and Sunday, maybe. So wow. hold on to your butts because yeah. Southern California doesn't know how to act when it it's, rains. I mean, it's, it's truly like, I mean, we get adverse weather, but like a hurricane getting to Southern California, Pretty hey rare. folks, here we are, you know, yeah. at the crossroads again, where we'll just, I'm, we'll continue to see things that I've not seen in recent memory. So, wow. All right, Hill, uh, be gentle. Um, and a new Harrison Ford snake just dropped. Uh, oh. A new species of snake was just discovered in Peru. One of his ex-wives. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Guys, welcome to the Misogyny Radio Hour with your Thank you. wonderful host. I write all my own jokes based on my own pain I have not resolved from my personal <laughs> relationships. Wait, so he has a fucking snake named after him? Apparently, like the Harrison he's Ford? very, very common. Like, there are spiders named after him. There, what? There's now... A, I think multiple snakes named after him. I mean, I get the snake thing because Indiana Jones, you know, right. Indiana like, Jones scared of snakes. Yeah. Indiana Harrison Jones, Ford. not scared of spiders particularly, but there's some scary spiders in, in Indiana Jones. 
It's the spider's called the Calponia Harrison Fordi. <laughs> yes. The snake is called the Fidoli Harrison Fordi. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. I was there a you I know this is one of your favorite movies. Was there a spider scene in Hollywood Homicide that we're forgetting <laughs> about that would maybe explain Uh that? is that with Josh Hartnett? Yeah. Uh yeah, 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 there is. Yeah, okay. He eats that, a bunch that makes of them. Sense of it. There's even an ant and then there's this like quote from Harrison Ford that is going viral. It's just, it's always fun to like relearn. And you know, we, if you pay, pay a lot of attention to Harrison Ford, you kind of relearn it every, every time you see something about him but that he's just like an old stoner. Um, yeah. Who likes to crash planes. Yeah. So there's this quote, <laughs> these scientists keep naming critters after me. It's always the ones that terrify children. I don't understand. I spend my free time cross-stitching. I sing lullabies to my basil plants so they won't fear the night. Oh my god! What? <laughs> so they won't fear the night. Where is that? Yes. That is fucking... That, are you sure that's not like an onion like fake quote? You know what I mean? It's yeah. so spot on. Like that. Like It blows my mind where he's like, they I sing lullabies to my basil plants so they won't fear the night. Yes. Uh, he, I have only seen that quote shared by people saying, I thought this was a click hole or onion right. quote. It's like the, it's, it does not exist outside of somebody sharing it with that sentiment. Uh, it's right. very weird. Wow. Anyways, he is. So my basil plants uh, fear the night. Don't fear the night, we basil plants. <laughs> It will only last for but a moment, and the sun will show its face, and you will bask in its warming glow once again. Okay, my little basies. I love how freaked out he was by David Blaine. That that viral video. It's very endearing. Which one's that? He like, like David Blaine does a magic trick for him in his kitchen, and then he just like looks at him and goes, "Get the fuck out of oh, my house!" Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, that makes sense now. Like he's a sensitive man. He's sensitive and very high. Very Most very high, time. very sensitive. Yeah. yeah, good for you. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Zeit gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone. Transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system. Or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, I had a bustling retail business, and I need, you know, maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street, take credit card payments, whatever. And I know Shopify is easy to use. Half the time I buy something online, I'm like, oh, yep, they're using Shopify. And if you need to learn more, check out their website. It's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or, again, looking for hardware to make sales easier. Shopify.com has all of that. Just go there. Check it out. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash TDZ, 
all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring the Kardashians, of course. And... Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. And we're back. We are. And um, not too much new from the Trump legal conflagration. Uh, mm. we, we do now have more information about how exactly he's going to pay for all of this. Mm. And it is through campaign donation money. Yeah, um, yeah, yep, 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 yep. That's which we I guess is legal. Yeah. It's not like ethically okay, but. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, that's, it's, yeah, that's, they, they clearly know how to sidestep the FEC regulations and they're like, Rules yeah, governing. Cool. yeah. It, it's more like that it's never been done before. That's why we're always like with him. We're like, I know we would like no normal person would do that, but there isn't an actual law on the books that prevents it. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, it's, it's a lot of money. You know, and when you look at it again, like the stories of how uh, Giuliani apparently like went to Mar-a-Lago twice being like, I need money. And Trump basically was like, yeah, whatever. We'll see what happens. Get this fucking loser out of here. Didn't give like a specific amount or when he would help. And like, I think him and his Giuliani, his lawyer were like, it will help you a lot if you help him. You know what I mean? Because this motherfucker Uh is shook. Yeah. Which I love to read. How scared Rudy Giuliani has been like this last week. Just terrified. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, our campaign finance laws at this point make being like running for president just a great like tax dodge. <laughs> like you can yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just put it all in my just put it in my yeah. super pack and just shield myself from any liability there. Yeah. All right. Uh, Barbie is now Warner Brothers' top domestic film of all time. Which is pretty crazy. What did that overtake? Uh, the Dark Knight. Oh, sh- wow. How apropos. Yeah. Taking over Nolan's spot. And they think it'll probably overtake the last uh, Harry Potter movie for global box office pretty soon. Because it's like still performing really strong. 
Oh yeah, I like as a just I was like looking to maybe go see the Ninja Turtles movie over the week like last weekend. And I just remember just just to see what ticket availability looked like for Barbie and I was surprised how like not like fully packed out, but you're like, oh no, people are fucking going. People are still so, doing it. Because yeah. I know people who have triple dipped at this point. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. For the vibe. It's a monster hit, uh not a sequel. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll uh maybe we'll see them well, taking they, a, yeah. take more swings. Are they gonna make a fucking franchise out of this? Mm-mm. They've, they're not right they've, that, they've that's what they're saying it's now. one and done well that's what maybe greta gerwig is saying yeah but will warner brothers and the fucking goblins in the c-suite who are just looking at more money be like ring it out for one more go yeah and then there's a there's a story about the director of sound of freedmen free <laughs> sound of freedom uh-huh. who is uh not capturing the freedmen's the sound uh, of freedom dude um, that documentary oh my yeah which God. is also about uh child sexual abuse but yeah uh so this one the director has like come through and been like guys like this is not fair to me why why first of all i'm not gonna get a dollar from this thing being a hit second of all all of this negative press has made me feel sick oh to my stomach honey and when you hear the origins of this film that should clear any misconceptions up that you might have oh okay great uh you're not actually going to listen to the origins of the film are you because it actually doesn't clear anything up are you oh. yo you really want me to stick around <laughs> yeah, and yeah. tell you the origins <laughs> shit yeah oh, okay uh Go so on. work on yeah. movie began back in 2015 okay before I- QAnon was even a thing Okay, I'll um, give you that. I got the idea from a TV news segment, and I wrote a script about human trafficking that was purely fictionalized. Okay. And then the film's producers like met with Tim Ballard, and the movie changed into a supposedly true story about Ballard's exploits, well, and I let uh, him like Tim- use my script for be a true story about this guy who's like super problematic and probably lying about everything. Um, Wait, and- hold on. you just glazed over that whole part. So what? It, oh, you were listening to that is- part. Yeah, um, it was before QAnon, dude. We got there first. If anything, but, I gave QAnon the idea. But that's not um, the final product. The thing that you originally ideated in 2015 is not actually the final product. So that's, that's yeah, actually but it was moved. out of that my hands at that point. All I could do was then direct the film. <laughs> dude, it's such a such a disingenuous defense. Yeah, to be like I I had the idea before QAnon, although. In the development process, it very, yeah, it got taken over by people of that mindset. So and you let the, them take a fictional movie and claim that it was nonfiction, and then you <laughs> directed it. Well, it's not like you are the person whose IP was like purchased and then like taken away from you. You directed right. it. Right. Yeah. You were there. You, yeah. Um, uh, presumably you had uh, the ability to, you know, make some decisions there. But hey, yeah. You know, it just sucks because like, that guy's basically kind of like on the QAnon thing. And also the guy we fucking cast in it is just screaming about it nonstop. So yeah, it's really also, unfair. This guy. So this is his second film, right? His first movie was a film called Bella that uh, was actually pretty successful at, at like certain film festivals starring his now wife. that movie. Okay. Some people claim it was an anti-abortion drama and 
did this director recruit faith-based communities to support that film also? Yes, but it was yes. not anti-abortion. Did he go and visit George W. Bush and Laura Bush at the White House because they were a fan of the anti-abortion message? Yes, but that doesn't mean QAnon stuff. Did they use marketing <laughs> practices that are like in line with a cult where like you would have to give your email address to interns who would then like follow up with you and harass you to make sure that you brought people to see the movie? Yes. Okay. Remember your commitments. Got to remember your commitment. Huh? Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember? You said you're like, going to support Bella. It, that you said that you understood it was the most important movie in the world to help us and wait, so overturn you, but you're not, abortion. You're not a liar, right? Because when I met you, I didn't, you didn't strike me as someone who lies or is who's disingenuous. You seem to have someone who's very concerned about what's happening in America with abortion. This poor guy just keeps accidentally backing his way into having movies <laughs> that are hit because they get supported by right-wing hate mongers. Yeah. And I feel sorry for him. I really do. And again, it's like, going to be so hard. I was just looking in Variety and seeing the next thing he's working on, Rittenhouse. I just feel like people are gonna, <laughs> again, paint him with this brush that he's glorifying right-wing violence. Just really unfair. Yeah. Shout out his wife, Allie Landry, from the Doritos commercials, though. Wait, what? His wife is Allie Landry? No. The yeah. filmmaker? Yeah, yeah. That guy, that guy. She was in Bella. She was Bella. Whoa. And I know she, she became like a right-wing person right yeah or she's not bella she's celia in the movie but anyway mm. she's in the film but yeah i don't know if she's how right outwardly right but anyway i'm like the doritos lady oh wow Damn. look at you came up and she used to be <laughs> with mario lopez before she got her marriage annulled and then hooked up with this dude like two years later all right well there you go that's what i bring to this story <laughs> 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 All right. Well, those are some of the things that are trending on this Thursday, August 17th. We're back tomorrow with a whole last episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. <laughs> 